As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Young F.A. Holmes. Ah. Uh. These niggas so scary, won't let them bury me. That's why I keep my 30, I shoot like Gary. All right, welcome back to Don V Fridays in the building for another episode. It's been a hot week in DC. Drift, how you living, my boy? I'm doing good, bro. I had a uh, I had a company rally today, and uh, Magic Johnson and and uh, Isaiah Thomas were there, so that was pretty sweet. But uh, was it was a fun day? Played some volleyball at lunch, but uh, ready to get after it. Yeah, shout out to volleyball. Volleyball. It's one of those sports where, like, I've never gotten mad losing in volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> it's honestly and fun I'm as hell. I'm pretty competitive. Yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Like, as long as the ball go back and forth, like, I'm having fun. Yeah. We but... we, we sometimes play at lunch. We got a, we got a league going at, at, at the work. So, we got to play tomorrow. We got a game. But, uh, no, nah, it's pretty fun. It's one of those sports that I, I barely play. And when I do play, I'm like, damn, this shit's actually kind of fun. And then I don't play it for like a like a year or two later. Right. You know, an you know, an underrated sport that white people love to play on their lunch break. Ultimate frisbee. Yeah, these that's big. Be, these motherfuckers be ready to kill each other with that shit. Yeah. Like, bro, I was working at uh, it's not home. It was it was a uh, it was a mental institution in Southeast DC. They turned it into homeland security. And I will watch these people play ultimate frisbee every day from like 11 a.m. to like 11.45, maybe an hour. And they will be going hard at that shit. Yeah. Like, bro, these motherfuckers going at it. <laughs> yeah. Over no, it, ultimate frisbee. They love that. But another, another underrated sport, too, is... Uh bowling i don't bowl that much but when i whenever i bowl i'm like i love bowling and i never do it for like another you know another year pretty much yeah but it's one of these apps you could talk about ultimate frisbee and bowling and volleyball is the locker room app it is a live audio only sports talk platform it's free to download and to use you can talk to all kinds of fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, breaking. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. News, Julio Jones trade things of that nature um 
It's on the iOS app store. You can create a profile, link your Twitter, join leagues, groups. Uh, you can be notified when certain rooms go live. Things of that nature. It's, like I say, locker room app, uh, iOS store. It's free. Like I said, it's free. It's easy to download, easy to use. And um, things are jumping off over there. You got uh, all kinds of Aaron Rodgers drama. Pretty sure there's Packer rooms, Packer fans rooms going on over there right now. So locker room app, like I said, Apple iOS store. So we are on episode 97 of Don V Fridays. We're, we're getting closer and closer to episode 100. That's crazy. Where does the time go? Yeah. Uh, so, in honor of doing 100 episodes of Don V Fridays, if y'all been rocking with me since episode one, which is on YouTube, I think episodes one through like 30 something, 30 something. Yeah. are YouTube. And then after that shit got regularized if that's a word regulated um, yeah. regulated because people kept saying like i i mean i like the podcast but i don't want to watch it on youtube i don't want to listen to it on youtube see i'm gonna I'm, see i'm a google play i got a samsung phone so google is on my phone because i'm a google play a google i'm a google person so my ten dollars goes to youtube so I can cut YouTube off my screen and still have it playing and all this other shit. No ads. All this other shit. Right. So everybody's not living this Google life. As a matter of fact, I think a good 80% of our listeners are like Apple yeah. users. Yeah. I usually Probably 90%. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot. I usually look at like the statistics for the episodes. Yeah. and Mostly the Apple. Yeah, 90% of the time, it's like all Apple. 90, 90% Apple people. Shout out to my couple Spotify's, my couple my couple of uh, anchors, and it was a motherfucker using like Podbean or some shit. Shout out to that nigga, whoever that is. <laughs> I, mean, I used to look at the analytics, it'd be a nigga listening on Podbean. I said, what the fuck is that? But shout out to, shout out to, shout out to bro. Shout out to bro. Or sis, whoever. <laughs> but um hey, how are you feeling coming up on episode 100 from where you started from is this something uh you ever thought you'd get to yes i knew i would get to it because i i've been i've been giving to the people for so long that i knew that i would just continue to keep giving to the people because giving to the people is what i enjoy doing so I honestly should have been at episode 100, but there were certain bumps in the road and things that needed to be overcame. But I say all that to say we over here at Don V Fridays are going to do a cash app giveaway. Let you hear me. A cash app giveaway to any and all listeners of Don V Fridays. If you, it's, We're going to do a contest of sorts listen carefully i'm gonna also tweet all this shit too but you know you gotta listen to get the exclusive scoop you understand what i'm saying but the cash app giveaway to all eligible listeners all ages but these are the requirements 
First and foremost, you have to have Cash App. If you do all this and talk about Venmo, I might fucking mute you on Twitter because you you ignorant for no reason. Cash App giveaway. Don't come in my DMs talking about no fucking PayPal. Don't come in my DMs talking about no fucking Venmo. Don't come in my DMs talking about can you just mail me cash through the mail. You're going to get muted, my boy. Because you willfully ignorant. I don't talk to willfully ignorant people after 5 p.m. So, <laughs> cash app. That's the first and foremost. This is a cash app giveaway. First and four fucking most have cash app. That's it. Number two, you must be following me at v 757 underscore. You must be following Drift. At Drift VT. That's D R I F T V T. So let's go over this again. I gotta make sure motherfuckers are sharp. Must have cash out. Must be following me. Must be following Drift. I'ma know if you ain't. So don't even glad. There's no need to cap. There's no need to cap. There's no need to cap. Last but not least, you have to quote your favorite your favorite line from me and your favorite line from Drift. This is non-negotiable. My favorite line. Now, mind you, I get by that point, I'll be a hundred episodes deep of quotes. So that should be the easy part. But Drift, you've been on for what thirteen episodes? Yeah. So I mean, by that point. 16 episodes. So right. you got less, you got less a less body of work. It can be a quote, it can be a it could be an angle, it can be a, a, a catchphrase. I don't think either of us have a catchphrase, but whatever. Whatever you know, when you think of Don V Fridays, what is the first thing you think of? Put that line in there. So once again, Cash App, follow me, follow Drift. One line from me, one line from Drift. First place gets $25. Second place gets $15. Third place gets $5. That's how we doing it. That's how we rocking it. It's free fucking money. If y'all don't know how to turn a dollar off, off, off a little bit of social media activity, kill yourself. Fuck is wrong with people? It's the Don V. Sure, right. What were you about to say? Make sure you use the uh, the hashtag too so we can go through. Use the hashtag DVF giveaway. We'll tweet it too yeah. to make sure you guys all They'll have it. tweet it. Use the hashtag DVF giveaway. And, uh, oh, and you can add me because I look at all my mentions. So, but use the hashtag DVF giveaway so I can know what you're talking about. And we're going to find out if you're following. Me and Drift. Because if you lying, we might find you and we might fuck you up. I mean, there's no other way to there's no other way to there's no other way to say it because you trying to you can't finesse me out of money, my boy. I'm unfinessable. I've been in these streets a long time. I can't be finessed. But um Julio Jones got traded to the Titans. Um, that's huge. That is huge. What do you think? What do you think that does for the Titans now that they have Julio? Are they one of the top teams in the AFC? 
I think I I thought they was already one of one of the top teams in the AFC. I think it makes them even more dangerous because when you got AJ Brown, AJ Brown's the top dog. Like, let's be clear. A, Julio ain't going over there to unseat AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. Julio is going to be one B and let AJ be the star of the team and Derrick Henry be the star of the team. So all Ryan Tannehill got to do now is just count the box because if the box is less than seven motherfuckers, you run the ball with Derrick Henry. Julio is the insurance, especially past Thanksgiving. I don't even think Julio is going to play or produce much the first, like, seven, eight weeks. He ain't there for that. Julio got all the accolades. He got all the individual he got all the individual shit he could ever want. So now Julio's at a point now where he's itching to get back to the Super Bowl and win it, hopefully. Right. So first seven, eight weeks, do not be surprised. And I know Twitter, like I know Twitter. Do not be surprised if through the first seven weeks, Julio got 23 catches, two touchdowns, and it's in and out of games and all this other shit. And Twitter going to be like, Julio washed. I knew it, the Falcons finesse. And come Thanksgiving and going into the playoffs, that's when you're going to get your eight catch, 172, three touchdown games, your nine catch, 200-yard games. They got Julio in for the for the big run. This ain't about Julio's individual stats because at this point, I think Julio could give two shits about his individual accolades. He's going to help put the Titans over the top. And when you got Derrick Henry, who was the best running back in the league, and you got A.J. Brown, a top top 20 receiver. I would say a top 20 receiver. I might even say top 10 or even top 15. I wouldn't say – but – he, I think he's one of the best receivers. Poss- possibly. Right but now. just to be safe, I'm going to say top 20 because sometimes I'll say top 10 and then I'll name off 10 people better easily. But top 20, right. definitely. 100%. Um, and bringing in Julio, like I said, this stage of his career, Julio ain't going to do it every game. So all, so he going to be on cruise control on first eight weeks. Because trust you me, right. if Julio is out there catching 10 passes a game, and producing at a crazy level, he's going to be injured before the playoffs happen anyway. That'd be stupid. Yeah. So, that's what, that's, that's my take. That's my take. Exactly. No, I agree. I think I think this trade, like, elevates them to almost the same level as the Chiefs. I think looking at the AFC right now, it's the Chiefs. Um, then you have the Titans and maybe the Bills in the conversation as like teams that could actually make a run. But I think now, I mean, last last year, if you watched any Titans games, you would see AJ Brown getting double teamed almost every play that they would throw. Um, and now you can't. How are you going to play defense against that team? Because you can't, like you said, if you stack the box, they're throwing it. You can't double team AJ Brown because then you leave Julio open. You can't double team Julio. So I think it just makes them extremely dynamic, and they can control the pace of the game too with. Uh, with running the ball. Yeah, like when you lose Corey Davis, who is a good receiver, decent receiver, and you replace Corey Davis with Julio Jones, oh, oh, y'all cooking with grease. And you was talking about the top teams of the AFC, but you failed to mention the Baltimore Ravens. You think they're going to be trash this year? No, I just think in the playoffs, uh, 
I think you need to be able to throw the ball and throw the ball in the pocket. And I think that's one of the things Lamar has been struggling with in the playoffs. I think that's what's been holding him back, honestly. So I would I would tend to agree, but I don't know. I think it's different ways to skin the cat. They can run the ball. If the Ravens couldn't run the ball, I would say right. yes. Even in that year where they where they ran the ball so well and they were the best running team in the league, because you got to remember last year the best running team was probably the Titans and the Browns. Browns ran the ball better than the Ravens last year. But even the year before when the Ravens were the best running team, they lost in their first round game to the Titans because they couldn't pass and Lamar was getting sacked left and right. So if he like in the playoffs, you do need to be able to you, you do need to be able to run the ball, but at the same time you have to. You have to be able to throw the ball when the defense knows you're going to throw the ball and stand in the pocket and throw. And I think that's one of the things that Lamar hasn't been able to do yet. And players like uh, like Mahomes and Josh and Josh Allen are going to be able to make those throws. I think that's what puts those teams above. And then the Titans are just so complete across the board. Now they have Julio, so that's why I'm giving Titans more of an edge on on the Ravens. But if he if if Lamar does get to that level or even improves a little bit, then yeah, I, I totally agree that Baltimore is in that conversation as well. I still got I still got Baltimore in that conversation because yeah, Tennessee beat the Ravens, but the Ravens beat Tennessee back last playoff. So they beat them back. Right. They did get that. They did get they get back. It, it, it felt like that's all they wanted to do in the playoffs, but they did right. get that back. So um and the Ravens out of all those teams got the best defense out of all of them. So I agree. We'll see how big uh, Matthew Judon, who plays for the Patriots now, how big that loss was because out of all these teams, Tennessee can rush the passer for shit. And they lost Clowney. So right. yeah, we'll they're, they're, see. Their rush defensively. defense is garbage. Right. I do think Tennessee. that, uh, um, I mean, obviously the Titans have – are going to have Farley. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what he does, especially if they're going to be going to the playoffs. Um, but yeah, if Caleb, if Caleb Farley is I, – I, they can't expect Caleb Farley to be good this year. They got to expect him to be – if he's an average NFL right. player, they win. Exactly. Like, And he might even pan out later in his career for them. Oh, yeah. And that might look right. uh, like really well, like a really good pick. I do think the Bills defense is really good too. I think the Bills defense is kind of oh, up yeah. there with the with the Ravens. Um that's why oh, I have yeah. them so high. But Yeah, the Bills defense is serious. And they got Tredavious White, obviously our boy Tremaine Edmonds, who's like how is this nigga like nineteen or some shit? Every time I see a Tremaine Edmonds post, it's about how young he is. <laughs> and how big and shit he is. Yeah. How big he is. Like, oh, he's only twenty three. I don't Jesus even think he's twenty three yet. I don't even think he's been in the league nine years and he's nineteen <laughs> years old. Shout out to Tremaine Edmonds, man. I hope you're legend. Oh, he just turned twenty three. Okay, he just turned twenty. He just turned twenty three. He, he a ten time All Pro. <laughs> he a nine time. He a nine time Defensive Player of the Year. He's twenty three years old. Shout out to Tremaine Edmonds. Balling out here, but um, yeah, man. I think I think this makes Tennessee more dangerous. I was one of those people who kind of wrote Tannehill off as average. Like, ah, right, he'll have his moments, but Tennessee, man, Tannehill can play. Tannehill can definitely play. Um, uh, maybe he was held back in Miami. Maybe it was coaching. Maybe it was 
a lack of whatever was going on in Miami, but he went to Tennessee and started eating immediately. So shout outs to Ryan Tannehill. Um the the one one of the few quarterbacks to play quarterback in college, move to receiver, move back to quarterback and still get drafted in the first round. Cause that shit would not ever happen for a black quarterback in nobody's <laughs> universe. You in once you catch that first pass as a black quarterback, you is a receiver for the rest of your life. Yep. That is it for that. Even if you go back to quarterback by the end of the career, no, 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 go back to that receiver shit. You ain't buying convert to no what? And throw passes and get drafted in the first round? Okay. Right. That shit better have been a trick play. But shout out to Ryan Tannehill, though. Shout out to uh Lauren Tannehill. I don't know if they still married, but very nice milk in those days. What do you think of uh, the trade value in the trade in terms of what the Titans gave up? They gave up, they gave up uh, a, what was second, it, a second and a future fourth. It's been a fourth a of the following year or something like that. Yeah, A fourth and a sixth in the following year. You think um, that was overpriced, think, underpriced, good price? Just right. Just right. Just right. Just right. Because you're not getting the first round for Julio at this stage of his career. Julio can still play, but he ain't. It ain't like the Titans are getting him for you know the next eight years or something. They probably got him for two years, you know, two two decent years of Julio left. So I think that I think the uh, the compensation was just right. You give up yeah. a first round. I feel like you give up a first round. For somebody you know you're gonna have for for ten years, not ten years, but you know six years or at least four years, somebody that you're gonna give a contract to, you give out a second, third round for somebody. Okay, he gonna help us right now. <laughs> he might not even help us tomorrow. He gonna help us right now though. So right, I felt like I th- I felt like it was just right. I agree. I think it was the exact price range, and it's great for the Titans because obviously they're not giving up a first round pick for the future, and then. And I think it was I think it was good trade value for uh for the Falcons as well because you know you have Kyle Pitts coming in that's gonna be that like go up and get it type of guy in terms of passing, um and then moving forward they can just use that to to fill some of their holes and they got some big holes I think I saw a stat today that because they were like uh, I saw a ranking that they had like the worst secondary right now going into next year because all four of the safeties that played snaps for them last year are like not gonna be playing this year. So they're gonna need that. They're gonna need extra picks to fill depth. So I think it's a good trade for them as well. Yeah, the Falcons' defense last year couldn't stop nobody. They was. Is this the same Falcons team? Every it seemed like every week they was blowing big leads. Yeah. <laughs> they were blowing twenty was... point, thirty point. They was blowing some ridiculous leads every week. Fucking around with the Falcons. They would have that stat, like, not that stat, but they would be talking about on, on Twitter, like, every time they'd be up at the beginning of the fourth quarter, it'd be like, I emoji looking at the Falcons because they're going to blow the lead. they right. blow it every fucking time. they blow that shit every week. I would hate to be a Falcons fan. they blow that shit. Bro, being a Falcons fan has to be one of the hardest jobs out of all NFL fandom. Like, First of all, you blew they blew what a twenty eight to three Super Bowl lead. They blew yeah. a twenty they blew a twenty eight to three Super Bowl lead to Tom Brady. But they blew the motherfucker. They had the game won and blew it. 
they had the NFL's Man of the Year, the Walter Payton. They, they, the fucking the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl they played before the 28-3 league. The Man of the fucking Year, the Walter Payton Man of the Year, was caught soliciting the prostitute before the Super Bowl they played against the Denver Broncos. And he got burnt in that game. Uh, what else happened to the Falcons? These are the same motherfucking Falcons that lost a football game against the Kansas City Chiefs on a pick two. They lost the game on a fucking pick two. Who does that but the Falcons? Mm-hmm. The Falcons yeah. had their franchise quarterback, my hometown hero, get arrested for running a dog fighting operation. The fucking quarterback who was my hometown hero in yeah, shout outs. But he was a he was arrested for running a dog fighting operation. What yeah. the fuck? It would suck to be a Falcons fan. I could not do it. I could never. The and like, Falcons. Oh, being a Falcons fan is rough. Even when your team scores, you can't even like really cheer because you just got to expect the comeback. Because it's bound to happen. You can't even celebrate the fucking Walter Payton man of the goddamn year because this nigga's <laughs> out looking for pussy before the fucking Super Bowl. You get arrested for shopping for pussy the night before the Super Bowl? What the fuck? And then you get burnt in the Super Bowl? What the fuck? Oh, no, no, no. Shout out to the Falcon fans. A lot of Hokie fans, for a lot of reasons, also, Falcon fans, and I feel your pain. I feel your pain when you see your when you see your franchise quarterback get arrested for running a dog fighting operation. And I gotta say, running a dog fighting operation because that person did not go to prison for fighting dogs. You do not go to prison. L- listen to me. Turn your volume up. Tell everybody that need to hear this. You do not go to prison for fighting. Dogs. That's some cruelty to animal shit. You don't go to federal prison for that. You go to federal prison. I'm I'm gonna let all I'm gonna let all people in on this. White people, y'all already know what I'm talking about. I'm talking to the black people. You don't go to prison fighting dogs. You go to prison for running the operation. They don't give a fuck if he was fighting dogs, chickens, cats, or fleas. When you make money and say Uncle Sam don't get his cut, you go to prison, not jail. What was we talking about? You can be in that motherfucker fighting midgets. Y'all making money in here? <laughs> exactly. uh, 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 uh. Somebody about to go to jail. Okay, you could be you could be fighting kids, school kids. Once once you have a gambling operation and people are making money off the books, that's when the feds somebody goes to prison. That's why he went to the feds in Kansas. Who the fuck want to be locked up in Kansas? Nobody. <laughs> Not a fucking soul wants to do prison time in, Can- in Leavenworth. They said that they get to one of the roughest prisons in the country for running a dog fighting operation. Not fighting dogs. Your neighbor around the corner fights dogs. Has he ever been to prison? No, he hasn't. What else going on in the world? Detroit. Oh, shit. You Detroit niggas. What's up with your people, man? Yeah, so for all you guys who have never been to Detroit, Detroit's a, a real weird not I 
I wouldn't say it's a weird place because I live in Detroit right now. I live in a suburb called uh, like Rochester, Auburn Hills near Pontiac. But over here, everything's normal. I don't really hear shit. But if you go downtown or in the areas around downtown, you'll see some wild shit. So uh, according to this article recently, this, this guy in Detroit won like 30 grand from the lottery. And then he bought a 20, he bought a 20K uh chain right afterwards and then he was at a gas station and got robbed at the gas station what do you think about that story man listen if you gonna win thirty thousand dollars shout out to the lottery shout out to him winning that lottery hitting that lottery or that scratch ticket or whatever if you're gonna invest twenty thousand of that into a chain you need to take five or $600 and buy yourself a ratchet. Because if you're going to be walking around Detroit, and I've never been to Detroit, I've never been to the Midwest, but I listened to enough 42 Doug, I listened to enough T Grizzly, I listened to enough Sada Baby to know Detroit is one of them cities not to be lacking in. You need to invest right. in a ratchet, my boy. You're going to be walking around the city icy like that, my boy, on the west side of Detroit. You supposed to have Roscoe with you. The fuck? Fuck you doing at a gas station lacking, my boy, in Detroit on the west side. Boy, rookie move. That's a rookie move. See, what he should have did, he should have took his 30K. He should have bought him a $600 chain and a $600 ratchet and moved his ass about the west side with the rest of that money. Fuck yeah. wrong with him? What's wrong? What's wrong with the boy here? The fuck you do it on the West Side with a twenty thousand dollar chain? You fooled out here, niggas. It's a pandemic. People are starving out here. He better be glad they didn't kill him for that chain. Yeah, no, seriously, because uh, like one of I, I from a mutual friend I knew up at school, somebody's uh, somebody's brother was in Detroit. This was a couple years back, and uh, he was at a gas station just like this guy in like the inner cities type of area. And he got, like, beaten to death at the gas station. Uh, so exactly what you're saying. Detroit, that, in that area, you cannot be fucking around. Especially spending that type of money on a chain that just bringing attention to yourself. Right. Man, the streets got to eat. And that man was looking like food out here. So that's what happened to us. Like, people talk about man, such and such. Uh, we normalizing this type of criminal behavior, yes, because that type of criminal behavior is normal. So what you need to do is somebody that's living in Detroit or D.C. or New Orleans or any Richmond, Virginia, any of these cities that you know shit ain't sweet at, you know good and fucking well you shouldn't be out your house with a $20,000 chain on. It just is what it is. It's, it's a sad truth of life. Man, you can't even wear a $20,000 chain and some of these nice, so-called nice neighborhoods. Because there's some people that are jump on your ass out there, too. You out here looking like food, my boy. And ain't nobody uh, eight in a year. Oh, no, you out of there, my boy. So, hopefully, I know his ass ain't get that chain insured. Because he ain't no rapper enough. It's an L. It's just an L he got to take. Uh, this is his option. He can go on with his life. And know not to do no stupid ass shit like that ever again, or he can go get his shit back in blood. Those are his two options. I hope he chooses the first one because I don't think he's prepared.
He obviously don't live that type of life because he would not let them jump on him like that. He wouldn't have been lacking like that to go get his shit back in blood. So, hey, man, take the rest of your money. If you ain't blew it on stupid shit and uh, start making the proper moves to get yourself about that situation. Right. Spend it on something good. Invest some of the money and get out of there. Yeah. Or stay there, but be Rambo. Right. Don't be <laughs> don't be somewhere and be don't stay somewhere and be a fucking victim. Yeah. Exactly. You know he need to be he need to be Rambo or some shit. Also in Detroit, I don't know. It looked like Detroit in the video, but did you see the video where like dude had his car total? He totaled his car trying to escape his girlfriend. She was chasing him. That's yeah, what, this heard, is what he says in the video. I, I heard she about was chasing this. him, yeah. shooting out, shooting out his windows. His back windows was his back uh, windows was shot out, and he totaled his car trying to escape his girlfriend. <laughs> and, and he's you can hear the pain in his man's voice. Whoa, you hear the pain God, in his man's voice, and I just what a stupid I, I wanna, ass situation to be in. That was so. Let me say this, and I've I know a lot of people, black people. I'm talking to black people, we gotta stop normalizing these volatile relationships, where like abuse is not normal. That's not love. That is not see see girl. He loved me because he beats me or see. See, see, this is why she loves me, because she cut me last week. Black people, we got to stop normal. Like, this shit ain't cute. This shit ain't funny. And I, as, 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 like I know the back of my fucking hand, I know he back with this bitch. We got to stop doing this shit. We got to stop doing this shit. We got to stop normalizing this toxic. That you you want to talk about an overused word? People say toxic because somebody joke on them too much. No, this is toxic. When you are shooting bullets at your boyfriend because you suspect he has a girl in his car. That's toxic behavior, miss. You should be in jail. But like I know that the fucking sun gonna rise tomorrow, he gonna be back laid up with this goofy ass bitch. Because that's just the way these niggas... Man, what's your take on the situation? You the one that's over there. Uh, yeah. What, What's up with your Detroit people, man? I I mean, I don't know really what's up with them down there, but all I can tell you is, uh, no, I, I definitely agree. And I think people in relationships sometimes take that shit way too far. Uh, I don't think you should ever, ever go down that route of being actually toxic. Like we, like you say, like the actual use of toxic, because that word is so overused. I see people use that for the most medial shit. Uh but it's facts. Like, it's way too toxic. And he, he's lucky he's not dead. She's lucky he's not dead. Um, All right. But they got to they gotta cut that shit out. Everybody's got to cut that type of shit out. It's never worth it for somebody else. You can always live your life. You don't need to take your yeah. life out of the equation right. for somebody else. It's not worth right. it. Right. And clearly, yeah. dude, ha clearly, dude got a car. He can go fuck somebody else. Like, it ain't. it should never be. That serious, my boy. Never. Detroit got bitches. I'm pretty sure ain't uh one of them girls from Flavor Love was from Detroit. The girl delicious. She was from Detroit. <laughs> Fat is shit. Oh, God. Yeah. That ass. But yeah, all these 
Bitch, like that, bitches. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, stop wasting your time. Wasting you your time. To... I want to see what the girl looked like because I know she looked like a bag of shit. <laughs> it be the girls. It be the girls that be do the craziest, wildest. I tried to kill my boyfriend, shit, and they look like shit on a stick every yeah, time. Well, yeah, it makes sense. If you look good, you're not gonna be worried about that. Don't waste your time. They... This she probably looks like the bottom of a boot, and, <laughs> and he let this bitch just attempt murder him, and he back laid up under her car. back laid up under her right now as we speak. Right now, laid up under her. Baby, I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to stop making you so mad that you be about to kill me. <laughs> Goofy ass shit. But then again, that's ty- that type of shit is normal in our community. What else going on in Detroit? Y'all, y'all some wild, wild motherfuckers. I thought DC was wild. I don't know, man. Detroit is starting to prove that they have another level yeah. crazy. Detroit, they might have even topped DC in some crazy shit. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. Detroit in some areas is, is is definitely really bad. But the thing is, and I think a lot of people when you a lot of people when you come to Detroit, you will understand this. But the reason Detroit downtown and around downtown is so bad is because when the when the car industry that was booming, all their factories and shit were downtown, and when mm-hmm. everything fell apart, all the jobs left, but all the money was still there. Like all these people that were running these companies, the higher ups, they still had the money. The money didn't leave, so they all moved out of the city into all the different suburbs, and everybody in the city who lost the jobs stayed in the city. And the city became what it is now. But on the outside, if you go to any suburb of Detroit, it is some of the most beautiful places you will ever see. And that's because of, like, the difference in wealth between the inner city and then the outlying areas. So, yeah, I don't really ever go down to Detroit. The only time I'll ever go down there is for, like, either a Tigers game or a Lions game. Or there's a place called Greek Town that has a pretty nice casino. But other than that, most of the people I know don't even fuck with going down there. Shout out to Detroit, man. My dog Drico from Detroit. Shout out, shout out to Crazy Dreek, man. You probably not listening to this, but uh, shout out to my dog Crazy Dreek. Was was Detroit all Detroit a hundred all day? Even talk crazy like them niggas sound like them and everything, man. Shout out my dog Drico, man. Whatever you doing, God bless you and yours. But um, no, I can understand um. I can understand what you're saying. Like, if the main industry, which which kind of built that city, goes away, it would turn a lot of um, yeah, that would fuck a lot of cities up. I say it all the time. Like, where I'm from, seven five seven Virginia. I know y'all tired of hearing that shit, but the the major industry over there is military, military, and um, if for whatever reason. The Air Force bases and the naval bases and everything around that shut down. Seven five seven Virginia would be little Haiti around that motherfucker. You hear me? You think shit for a lot of people think the seven five seven is this crazy slum ghetto fucked up. All a lot of people from Virginia thinks that in comparison to the rest of the state, but in reality, it's just a lot of black people live over there, and so people think that a lot of black people live somewhere that is crazy. Don't get me wrong; it's parts of the seven five that's active on both sides of the water, but it's not like the entire area code is just white duck, 
duck bullets and all this shit. No, it's a lot of well-off military families. But let me tell you all something. If the military decided to pack up and leave Southeast Virginia, oh my God. And everybody, everybody that works at the military that has somewhat money will go wherever they're gonna go to keep working or whatever, and then that leaves everybody with the, with the lower tier jobs stuck there with no job, and then that's what ruins. That means when y'all come through the seven five seven, y'all got to see me, and I'm gonna be hungry, so y'all better not look like food out there. That's all I'm gonna say, my boy. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to Detroit. I understand. Trust and believe you, me. If a lot of major cities lost a major industry, they'd be fucked up too. If all these yeah. politicians and ambassadors and shit up and left DC, DC would be a hell of a lot worse than it already is. You hear me? That's the way shit go. What else going on in the world? Ah, uh, I'm not really sure. We got anything? Uh... I, I, I really sure much going on. We'll do a small update on ECA today. EC basically confirmed what a lot of us was a lot of us thought what happened. He did get catfish. He was deceived. Um, he did do what he was accused of, and that's beat a man to death. It's a sad situation. Um, it's kind of uh, I, I I ain't about to be cat. It's sad, but it's not sad because he was deceived. And it is fucked up to deceive people. Um, I would say prayers, but uh, it's a mess. What you think about this shit? I think it's bad. I think, uh, I mean, we talked about this before, but I, you know, it like you said before, it takes life. Like it, it takes life to take life, and um, right, you know, like it. It's one thing to catfish and deceive people. That is bad, but I don't think anybody should die for that. Um, right. You know, to like to this extent, and he he's not in a good situation um, at all. He put himself in a really bad situation, and I, you know, I hope that the trial goes smooth. But hopefully, Virginia yeah. Tech can move on from the situation and it doesn't affect them in a negative light because you know we saw a lot of negative uh negative things said about virginia tech on twitter last week when everything was going down so uh right and virginia tech had nothing to do with this was some individual shit yes he played for the team but he was not representing the team when he was doing what he was doing um you hate to see a young eighteen year eighteen years old, eighteen or nineteen years old. Yeah, and fuck up his life. They fuck up his life unless even if they hit him with twenty years, which probably seems likely. He probably gonna get a a good ten to twenty. He's gonna be in his thirties when he come out. He gonna be Back the Mister. He gonna be the Mister Whole Boat. He gonna come out of prison not knowing how to do shit. So, it's a fucked up situation. Um, yeah, it's gonna be hard for him to get job. It's not like he has a degree or anything. Right. It's it, gonna be it's it, gonna be real yeah, hard for that. And, and all of this like shit is public knowledge. We're life. not speculating no more. This shit is out there. It's public knowledge. Um, just look this shit up. So we ain't out here speaking on 
it's always some lame ass nigga that that thinks he's street talking about y'all speaking on the open cake man he this is coming from easy he didn't already done told what he didn't did so we ain't speculating we ain't we're not incriminating him no more than he didn't incriminate his fucking self uh it's public knowledge out there so uh i want to say prayers for easy but he killed somebody prayers to the situation is fucked up um yeah prayers I, we don't see that i can again. understand it's a part of me that says he was deceived and we i think every man every man straight gay or whatever understands when you are deceived like that being upset and even putting hands on a person that deceived you but going past going to that level that's where i gotta say yo he's doing a little too much right because it's not as simple as like he was hit in a certain way or anything or it was like one punch or one kick it was i mean it's like he he like knew he had to have known in the moment that like you know you are going to probably end somebody's life. Yeah, when you when you uh, I mean the way they, the way it's described, the state he left the first day. Yeah, you did a, you went a little hard, my boy. You did a little, you took it there. Like if he, if 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 it would have been an assault charge. I'll be on this motherfucker. Applaud. Hey, look, man. Don't get, don't get, when you get deceived like that, and it's a touchy subject. I mean, it is Pride Month, and it, and it is a touchy subject. I've told the story. I think I told it on here, but I tell it to everybody. Um, It's a story on my telling because nothing happened to me. But I was like 17, and a transgender woman approached me for oral sex. She wanted to suck my dick. I was a seventeen year old kid, and obviously I was like, no, and um, whatever, whatever. I kept it moving, but um, I was offended because I was like, yo, if I approach a seventeen year old girl talking about can I eat her pussy, what her her dad would be looking for me. I would hope her brothers would be looking for me. Like somebody's looking for me after that. You don't get right. to say shit like that to a teenage boy. And just, you know, going with your life. But, uh, yeah, but that was a isolated incident. That is not what all trans people do. That is not what all trans people... And, and same thing with this Jerry Smith shit. All gay people don't are not out here looking to deceive. All gay people aren't looking out here to, to rape and sexually abuse people and shit like that. It's, it's, it's pieces of shit in every group. Yep. Straight males, gay males, trans people, women—all there's pieces of shit in every group, and they don't represent the group when they do these piece of shit actions. Because for every Jerry Smith, there's fifty gay dudes who cool as hell not on that dumb shit. So, right, it's 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 fucked up. But uh, happy Pride Month! It's been a fucking crazy Pride Month. If you've been following this story, Pride Month to everybody out here, man. We over here at Don V Fridays are very, very inclusive, and we salute our gay listeners if we have any, our trans listeners. I doubt we have any trans listeners, but um, shout out to all our gay, trans, lesbian. I'm trying to be more um, 
I'm trying to be more uh not open minded. I, I, I consider myself open minded. Yeah. I'm trying to be more understanding to the gay trans struggle because when I was coming up, I wasn't understanding of it. Like, what the fuck? All these beautiful women around here, y'all like dudes. Like I never I think I don't think I ever hated gay people. But I just never understood the shit. Like, how could you like dudes and all these girls in here? I was one of them people. Right. Until my until my one of my gay coworkers, he broke it down for me. He said, Well, the same way you like girls, he said, You look at a girl and you think she's sexy or whatever, right? And I was like, Yeah, he said, Yeah, it's the same thing, but dudes. And you would think it's that simple, but that's when it finally dawned on me. Like, oh, so you find dudes sexy. He's like, yeah. And I mean, a lot of people might be laughing right now like this nigga's stupid as shit, but I honestly used to think that there was some type of agenda behind it. Like, why do you like dudes? Like, what is it about? Right. And it was just, and he had to break it down. It's like, it's just basic attraction. That's what I'm attracted to. He had yeah. to break it down to me like that. And I was like, holy shit. I, I always used to think, what? What is the meaning behind this? Because who don't think girls look good? <laughs> right. So that was who. But yeah, shout out shout out to Charles. You not listen. Charles ain't listening to this shit because Charles think he too good to listen to my podcast. So fuck that nigga. <laughs> but any anyways, man, this is Don V Fridays. Remember, uh, we having the Cash App giveaway for the 100th episode. We're gonna announce the winner on the 100th episode. Use the hashtag. DVF giveaway, half cash out. Follow me. Follow Drift. Your best quote from me. Your best quote from Drift. Winner gets winner gets twenty. First place gets twenty five dollars. Second place gets fifteen dollars. Third place gets five dollars. Fourth place gets a fuck you. Try again. <laughs> and um, that's pretty much it. Anything left you got to say to the people? Oh, that's it, man. I just uh, you know, I'm excited for the for the rest of this year. We have a we have a lot coming at you guys in the next couple uh couple months. Obviously, football is coming up, and uh, the giveaway right. is just the start of it. So uh, keep rocking with us. We appreciate it a lot. And that's it. And and as always, till next time. God bless. <laughs>